You're listening to the Tech Edition Podcast, Episode 78, Mexploitation. Gentlemen, it's a new year. It's 2011. Today's January 6th. This is the first first Tech Edition Podcast of the new of the new year. Hot of damn. A new decade? Is it a new decade? A new decade, decade, yep. Actually, it's not. It, yes, it is. No. I thought the, the new no, decade, decade started, starts, starts with 10. <laughs> it's the second year of the decade. Yeah. All right. Well, I'm not going to argue semantics, but we're back. <laughs> semantics, that's common sense. <laughs> this is the last year of the world, apparently, if you are if you go by the Mayan calendar. Oh, well, yeah, we better party. Yep, and, and we have a black president, you know, like all the movies. Yeah, so you, you better get your drinking, your boozing, your sweeting, and your f***ing out of the way now. Oh, wait, we can't use that one, can we? I mean, you already said skeeting. Was 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 that one really necessary? Or are, are those actually separate things? I kind of I kind of I kind of lump those together, but we'll, we'll get to the explicit a little bit later. Skeeting's the outcome. The act is great too, you know. We we've got a lot to talk about, so let's not waste any time. As I said, we we'll never get to waste the explicit time. stuff later. Uh, so, last last we left you with uh, news on harmonics was that they were for sale. Uh, of course, Viacom was trying to dump them off on whoever else would buy them, and looks like harmonics decided they were just going to buy themselves, or pretty much. Uh, the rock band and uh, Dance Central developer Harmonics was bought out by a company, Harmonics SBE Holdings LLC, which is basically just uh, a investment firm that is also Harmonics, making them an independent developer. Apparently, Viacom was so uh, ready to get rid of them that they sold them for $50. Plus all the debt they were in. Of course, yes, but fifty dollars. I'd have got up the money for that. I'm pretty sure I could have made some stuff off their stocks. They were actually in debt. Yeah, they were losing money. So that's, how? You know, that's why. That's one reason. That's one reason yeah, they were getting rid of. How? How is it possible? And they, and they didn't want to pay them all their royalties. Viacom didn't. So yeah. Yeah, yeah. Uh, so they they had to take on all of their their you know pending assets like, uh, I guess payments to to people and. Inventory that's in warehouses and stuff that's still being made. So it's it, it it's going to cost them a lot more than just fifty bucks. But on paper, Viacom was like, "All right, just give us a, a 50. So so do you think do you think it's more of a, a, a production cost and stuff that's driving their uh, debt so high, or is it the actual licenses and artists for these different various songs or whatever? I mean, it, I mean, you have to think though. I mean, I know as far I don't know about mechanical royalties on games, but as far as CDs. For every song you have on the CD that isn't that you didn't write, you have to pay the person that wrote the CD like nine nine point four cents per copy. And I mean, just think about all the I mean, just think about all the games on Rock Band, and plus think about the fact that they actually use the master recordings on some of them, and they have to pay them. They probably had to pay a licensing fee on top of all it. So I mean, all that stuff can add up. So. I can yeah. kind of I can kind of see why they would not want to take on all that or try to sustain it because it could all that stuff can add up quick. Yeah, and and and, so and I read something. Guitar Hero isn't 
Because well, did they are? It's, it, it's the same thing, but it's Activision, dude. They got like infinity dollars. But but so does Viacom. The, the, well, I, I read well, something Viacom. a few weeks ago. But Viacom that, isn't a video game company, so ex- they don't. It, well, <laughs> exactly. Viacom basically bought MTV Games, or they made MTV Games, and they didn't realize how unpredictable the gaming market is. And once they saw that this was crashing, they were like, "Screw this!" and jumped yeah. immediately because they aren't used to th- th- that type of investment. Yeah, as good as Rock Band Three, or I haven't played it, but as good as I hear it is, yeah, I doubt, I seriously doubt it sold as much as Rock Band Two. Like I, it, I, I'd be like shocked into a heart attack if it sold half as well. Well, no, I don't it, think it the kids sold as well. well. It might, maybe the uh, software did, but definitely not now, the kids. Now it did do way better than the new uh, Guitar Hero. That's not surprising. I played the demo for the new Guitar Hero and instantly did not want it. Yeah. 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 James made another good point. Like once you have the instruments, you you're not going to buy them again. So, I mean, all those expensive kits they got, I mean, they're not selling. I don't see any reason they would. Well, like there are really not that many kits on the market. Like you can get the big kits from, say, Amazon and a few online retailers. But if you go to a Walmart or a Best Buy, all you're going to see is that uh, the keyboard kit. Well, yeah, that's the thing. They didn't sell the full kit for Rock Band Three. You you can't buy the you can't buy like a full bundle with everything in it. They like uh, sell all the instruments separately except for the the bundle with the keyboard. That's and, true, and I haven't really seen the uh, Rock Band Three guitar. Like the only one I've seen like the real kind of guitar has been the uh, what was it Gig Rise of the Six, six String. Yeah, yeah, that game is bomb. They, they actually just Does released. <laughs> yes. They okay. actually just released the Squire Strat. The, the real one for this mm-hmm. like like a couple like within a week ago and it's like 280 bucks and I still don't, I don't see that selling yeah well I think Fender is, is handling most of that but still I mean I I, I don't know who released it I'm just saying it they just released that so um it's yeah, kind of harder it's kind of harder to justify this than it is to justify Madden because I mean it's basically you know, it's just new songs. I mean, I know they added some gameplay stuff, but let's be honest, all that stuff's kind of trivial. <laughs> um, it's just new songs, and you can just download new songs. For for most people, yes. Uh, the the promos that they added adds a level of depth that most people are not going to 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 get into. For the people that do get into it, it's an infinite amount of gameplay, but. You're right. For the for for ninety percent of the consumer, it's just new songs. It's it's a catch twenty two though, because I mean, people that don't like Rock Band hate on it because it's not realistic. But what people don't understand is most people play Rock Band as a party game, and you don't need a deep, engaging party game. You just want something you can pick up and play and not stress out about. And it's just kind. Of, I mean, I I hate the position they're in. <laughs> yeah. Well, now they're in their own position because they own themselves. Uh, hopefully, since there's not as many hands in the pot, they, they're able to, to spread the money better and can sustain Rock Band for years to come. I want a new Amplitude game. Oh, that would be... Well, they kind of did that with Rock Band Unplugged. Yeah, yeah, I guess. Yeah. Okay, well, let's move on. Um, <laughs> so, Bulletstorm's coming out, what, next month? It's soon. Uh, Bulletstorm is the the most recent game by Epic, uh, Epic Games, the makers of Gears of War, and of course the that other stuff they're really good at. Uh, 
Unreal Engine. They do the Unreal Engine. But the the ESRB or the Electronics Systems Rating Board uh, put out their statements basically saying what the game has. And I don't know if you guys you guys have read it. It's hilarious. Yeah. It, oh, yeah. It, it's I full of really it, it. It describes in very detailed d- descriptions of exactly what is in the game, including how characters get killed, um, what the sexual innuendos are, um, censored versions of the the language that is used, and it. <laughs> oh it, man! It, yeah, it's it's really really funny. Yeah, Zero have you seen a trailer? If you've seen a trailer for this game, though, this this won't surprise you at all. <laughs> well, like the, the inclusion of these things is not what's so funny. But what, what's really funny is that the ESRB is just like, "Yep, here's what we found." That's <laughs> normally that's normally what they do though in the game descriptions is the the long ones anyway. You're not gonna see this on the back of a game, but. Well, the problem is no parent is going to read this. That, yeah, that's true. All it's going to say on the back of the game is violence, language, and sexual content. That's it. Yeah, yeah, but but this paragraph paragraph has appeals directly to the audience they're trying to appeal to. So, <laughs> oh, thank yeah. you, ASRB. You've done their job. <laughs> You've done the marketing team's job. <laughs> Free advertising. So, Clarence, you're up next. Uh, yeah, everyone knows we have a myriad of Android devices out there right now, and it seems Samsung is going with the uh, uh, the personal media player approach with uh, Android. So, uh, the Samsung uh, phone team, which makes the uh, Samsung Galaxy S and also the Galaxy Tab, are now in charge of their personal media player devices. And they've created something which is very similar to the iPod Touch. Uh, and, and for all intents and purposes, is the Galaxy uh, S without the phone functions. And it's just pretty cool to see someone else make something that's this close to uh, the iPod Touch, but doesn't have a phone and hopefully can come in at a lower price. Mm. They kind of worked their way backwards to that. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Yeah, I mean, I'm all for giving Apple competition though, because they pretty much own the personal media player market. So, and competition is always good. And since the Zoom HD wasn't what did didn't garner the attention we thought it would, you know, it's kind of good to see somebody else take a stab at it. Yeah, and but at this point, I don't, I don't think. Yeah, I mean, it's impossible to put a dent. Again, you you you're right, but. I, I mean, I, Samsung isn't going anywhere with their Galaxy brand, so <laughs> you, I'm just—it's just good to see somebody that you know is serious about it because they're hitting them on all fronts. They're hitting them with the tab. They're hitting them with um the phone. So I mean, why so you, not? So you you're saying you're saying they're not going anywhere with the Galaxy brand? Well, no. What I'm, I said they are. Oh, okay, I mean, okay. <laughs> they're, they're, I mean, this is like a really established company, and they're they've already got um comparable Apple products, I mean, why not? <coughs> yeah. Yeah, cover all as bases. Long, as long as the price isn't crazy, I mean, why not? And on to other uh, portable device news, uh, Skype uh, it introduces uh, video-enabled chatting for the uh, iOS devices. 
Uh, you can now, in lieu of FaceTime, you can use Skype to make video calls uh, using your front-facing camera on your iPhone. The the big thing about this is is that it's enabled over uh, Wi-Fi as well as 3G. Unlike FaceTime, with FaceTime you can't do any 3G uh, uh, video calling, but with uh, Skype you can. And the big potential here is going to be that you can see this uh, start to pop on up on other devices as well. So, I mean, you have the potential for having this across Android and, and uh, Windows Phone and, of, of course, the desktop, which is already enabled. So, I mean, it's just a, a, a much wider net of, of audience that can uh, actually utilize this other than the FaceTime, you know? Yeah. FaceTime yeah, sucks, yeah. by the way. I'm sorry. <laughs> oh, it does. I it. <laughs> Did, yeah. Is there really 521 million users of Skype? It's, yeah, it's pretty big. Skype's been around a while, dude. Yeah, <laughs> that's what, insane. Like Skype, when it came out, the people that own eBay, or I guess maybe the comp, they're named eBay, whatever, I don't know, but they actually bought Skype, and that's when it got like ginormous. But they've since sold it. But yeah, they actually pulled Skype. pulled what what we almost uh, talked about with harmonics. Uh, Skype was sold to eBay, and then the founders of Skype wound up buying it back from eBay. So it's kind of yeah. the same situation. <laughs> yeah. But yeah, big news. Yeah. Uh, any, uh, on to another story I have. Uh, this is a story from Device, which is the Siffy's uh, gadget blog. This guy from, <clears throat> from Instructables has made his own third-person camera well i don't know how to actually say it. it's not a camera it's a third person viewer so he can actually <laughs> view himself <laughs> in the third person why you want to do this i'm not sure but he has a vest with various wires and gadgets all uh, plugged into him and he's wearing his mask with this this video enabled type uh view screen in it that's and he has his looks like PCP pipe coming from his butt. <laughs> Is there a video of him running no, around I, with I, this? I couldn't find any video, but he has like uh, this pipe extended from his back, like going probably four or five feet behind him, and it has a camera attached to it, so he can actually run around like he would on a video game, I guess, and and see himself in the third person, complete with chest high walls. Yeah, I. I I don't I don't know why, but I really want one of these things. <laughs> it would be cool to try out. <laughs> well, I, to tell you the truth, if he can downscale it for like uh, indie films and things of that sort, that actually could be very helpful depending on how you can set it up. To uh, except, for, except for the big bag over your head, it's <laughs> awesome. Well, that's the thing though. You wouldn't need the bag. That bag's just for him to use. But you know, from from a video. From a filmmaker's point of view, there is some possibilities for that. I, well, yeah. when, when or they could just, that, or I'm, they could just follow him with the camera. <laughs> well, true, well, but the thing is, though, if you want to try something to where you want the character to go through a very tight enclosed space where they have to get up and crawl or crouch down a lot, that would just be very cumbersome trying to follow with a camera, and you want a much more lifelike, visceral feel to it yeah there there are some definite possibilities of that wait 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 wait, wait. it's 2011 doesn't this already exist like don't we already have helmet cams 
but this, but this is, is a not a helmet. Camera, this is That's a third person. person. It's just it's just a camera on a stick. <laughs> but nobody I'm else sure has thought filmmakers of. have figured that out. Yeah, it's like it's like it's like when the first person slapped cheese on a piece of toast, man. It's obvious, but nobody <laughs> had done it before. <laughs> like the, the the reason I want one of these is because I want to be able to walk around real time in third person. <laughs> I I find that really intriguing. <laughs> so oh, you, you refer to yourself as Sergio when you. When I would in that situation. I'd be like, so, so you want to be able to see the, <laughs> the dandruff falling on your shoulder when you scratch your head. Yes, yes. I want to know what the back of my head looks like when I'm walking through the office. And maybe we can build in some type of years. And maybe we can build in some type of power system. You know, when you uh, run into something, which you obviously are if you're wearing this thing, you know, we can uh, delete your meter and make it a little bit smaller. Yeah, you you got no depth per, depth perception. <laughs> well, I guess you could make a 3D version of it, but yeah, that would. Yeah, and that's what make it so fun. <laughs> oh <laughs> yeah, not being able to walk around really well. But but I'm loving when this comments uh, that, uh, that I see on the site. Uh, this guy says, "I'm just waiting for this dude to take this out in public because he's going to get shot because somebody's going to think he's a Unabomber." <laughs> yeah, I saw that. <laughs> oh yeah, good times. But my last story, uh, which some would consider news, those of those of us who uh, actually have a Netflix subscription, um, yeah, Halo Legends is on Netflix. Um, you know, if you're a Halo fan, you might enjoy this. Um, it's also streamable in HD, which we've discussed is not really true HD, but it's good enough, and and it's free if you already have Netflix. So. Just uh, just a little tidbit for you Halo lovers out there who have a Netflix account. It, it, should, it should also be noted that Netflix is available on the PS3 and the Wii. Ah, <laughs> uh, yeah. So do we still Speaking have Carl? Netflix. No, Carl no, took a hi- back Carl's on a hiatus. Awesome. I, well, I, I, I'll briefly talk about his story then since he's not here. Um... Yeah, actually, in the CS keynote keynote from Microsoft, they announced that uh, they're gonna be dropping their Hulu app later in April, I believe, and also gonna enhance the Hulu app and the current Netflix app with Connect capabilities. Um, I don't. Yeah, yeah I don't. This know is how, so funny to be. <laughs> yeah, I don't what know how to do. Yeah, I think the bigger news is that that the Hulu app is coming, but I. I don't really care about. It's just like Nip, the Connect stuff being on it. Does Connect work in the dark? Yeah, it actually works really well in the dark. Okay, question two: You'd have to clear out your entire living room to watch Netflix and control it with Connect, right? Well, you also mm-hmm. have voice capabilities with it, though, so that might. Oh yeah, I forgot. I forgot about the voice. Okay, okay, that makes sense. Yeah, but but are you gonna be like Xbox, uh, Netflix, and then it pause, takes, it, it, it takes a second to 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 load up Netflix. What happens? Scroll what happens? Right. What happens if somebody on the movie um yells out pause or plays? <laughs> pause the movie. <laughs> well, well, the thing well, is, well, oh, go ahead, Sergio. Yeah, all all controls that you do, like with the voice, you have to yell Xbox first. Oh, okay. So it's like Xbox, and then it pop, everything pops up like what you can say that it will recognize. And, and, okay, well, and, and, and not only that, like, Connect has a myriad of uh, of microphones in it where it does a, its own noise can, noise canceling uh, also. So, I mean... That just sounds really obnoxious. What? Xbox! 
it yeah it like it's very contrived and it works but it's it's more just a novelty than anything. <laughs> yeah, I, I saw one demo from CES where uh, these guys have voice-enabled television, and what you actually do to enable it, instead of saying Xbox, you actually, like, clap twice, like the clapper. Say, TV, <laughs> TV change channel, channel 13. But anyway, yeah. yeah and, Voice and, recognition has come a long way, I will say that. Yeah, yeah, like, the Hulu is big news, yes. I agree. The... Connect control for Netflix and Hulu. Hulu. Yeah. Meh. <laughs> Meh. That just means you have to stand up. <laughs> it's, it doesn't quite work too well when you're sitting down. Yeah, if you want to get a good laugh, walk into Best Buy where there's a Connect and watch people make make complete asses of themselves. <laughs> it's really fun. <laughs> uh, oh yeah, I'll take his next story. Can I? Can I please? Sure. Wait, Carl, are you I think here? Carl's back. Are you back, Carl? And that would be no. Yeah, right. I'm back. Uh, oh. Rising Rise acting very crazy. And AT&T. CES. Can, can I always trust baby. the 3G? Everybody get their 4G working. We're at CES a go-go, baby. You got some C, some some consumer electronics show news to talk about, Carl? Oh, pretty much that CES uh, was this week. Um, I think it concluded today. Uh, everyone oh, it started, it started to today. Say. It started today. Yeah, yeah, it concludes tomorrow. Well, yeah, through the weekend, do not it? It concludes the weekend. It's, 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 it's until Sunday, so. Ah, okay. Yeah. Well, I know see, Microsoft, that, Sony, and they all had their little press conferences. Um, I know Sony refused to comment on a PSP phone or PSP 2. Really? Microsoft was pushing their Connect agenda, but I think the thing I like the most is, uh, as, as uh, Clarence said earlier, the new Samsung devices are definitely looking good. The new cell phones. Um, Sony is actually making a 3D camera that allows you to view your 3D recordings in 3D, glasses free, which I nice. think a lot of companies are doing that. Uh, let's see who else has some good news uh, about E3. Um, E3. <laughs> oh, uh, Verizon. I said E3, didn't I? Yeah. CES. Uh, <laughs> uh, well, all the companies, uh, all the cellular companies are getting their 4G devices out. Um, seems like Verizon has like three 4.3-inch screen uh, Android devices coming out. Oh, uh, one thing I saw that kind of made me happy on with Verizon, Motorola is releasing a 10-inch tablet with the new uh, Android 3.0 called Honeycomb and it looks great. I'm tempted, though I'm not gonna pay that money for. I'll, I'll, I'll skip it, unless I get one for free. That's probably the only way I'll get one. Yeah, I, I saw one. Yeah, proto- I kind of wish I had a win. I, saw, I saw one prototype tablet they had. I don't. I'm not sure which version of Android they had on it, but it looked it looked really really good. It looked nothing like any other uh, versions of Android I've seen. So, I mean, they're they're trying to bring their interface up. You know, to on par or better than you know what uh what Apple is doing. Cool. And um, I just wanted to add uh also today Intel released their Sandy Bridge processors, and you're like, wow, well, I know the code name, but what it actually is is the Core i7. It's the second version of the Core i7 and i5 and i3s. So I guess it would just be the core line. Um, but what it is is it's it's actually it's integrated GPU and CPU on the same die. Wow. And what that 
What that means is, I mean, they've been talking about this for like five years, and they just finally released them. And what it's going to do is it's going to pre- effectively kill like a sub-80, I think it's sub-80 dollar graphics, discrete graphics on market, because that's how good the, the GPUs are on these processors. Uh, so, and that, the cool thing about it is, um, you know how on P, it, 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 I think it still uses PCI Express, maybe. Maybe it doesn't. I'm, I'm really not sure, but like, the, um, since the the GPUs on the same dial, the CPU, they all, I mean, it's just going to be, the, the process in between the two is just going to be so much faster. And um, this isn't like the old crappy Intel graphics. It's like actually a decent graphics chip. So it's just something to keep on keep on the keep on the radar. And they're releasing it across all all their all their GPUs. So even the Core i3, the cheap Core i3, dual cores or triple cores, whatever they are, all the way up to the the quad core Core i7s. They'll all have. I don't want to call it integrated graphics because it kind of makes it sound not good, but I mean, it's something definitely worth checking out. Can you do, do you know if you can do any, like, Crossfire type stuff with those uh, it, graphics on the die or whatever? Is well, that I'm, I'm, I know you can overclock them, but I don't, I don't think there's going to be anything like Crossfire. Maybe because, like, they don't normally – they like, Intel doesn't normally do, like, dual CPUs on the same motherboard unless it's, like, a server. Um, they rarely release, like, um, consumer motherboards – with like or desktop motherboards with two um I'm just saying if you add your own uh card after the fact graphics card Well I'm I think there may be some um I know you can still use a discrete graphics card but I don't I don't think um because like only reason I'm assuming that no is because you know so there's no there's no interoper interoperability between like the different manufacturers and Intel doesn't make discrete graphics cards um, their older, like all of their other ones, have actually been like the ones that are kind of soldered onto the motherboard. Um, so probably won't be able to run any kind of crossfire or anything with it. I, I would, I would assume not. Nah. Hmm. So James, what about Uh-oh. some portable gaming? <laughs> all right. How does that uh, even make sense? What's that? <laughs> P- portable gaming for the PC. Mm-hmm. I guess that would just be a laptop. Well, here's the thing, though. A lot of people have had trouble uh, with, like, the serious PC gamers don't really like trying to do laptop gaming because they can't have their special keyboards. Like, people that are really serious about WoW or StarCraft or Warhammer, stuff like that, they spend money for the special keyboards. They won't be playing on a laptop. I'm sorry. Go ahead. Well, you you can plug in laptop. Like keyboards into a laptop. Yeah, but it just means it's extra stuff you got to carry if you want to go on the go. What this is is a company by the name of Razer has made something called the Switchblade. It's a low laptop. But what it is is that it has a, mul- a touchscreen monitor and it's got a multi touchscreen keyboard built into it. And what it is is the keyboard buttons will change depending on the game you're playing. Yeah, I gotta admit this is pretty cool. So the actual is it actual keys? Is it like a is it like that Optimus yeah, it's, keyboard? Yeah, it's like the Optimus. It 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 changes. You can program them whatever you want to be for a particular game. 
But what I'm asking is, it a screen or are those it's, actually it's keys? Buttons? It's keys. <laughs> okay. Okay. Yeah, it's, it's like it's like it's like an Optimus screen. keyboard. Yeah. Yeah. Can't you do that with a regular keyboard? No. Just program your your like your hotkeys. Well, but it visually changes the the key. It has, each one has yeah. like an LCD screen on it, where it changes what the key. Oh, says. that's cool. They like totally ripped off the Optimus Maximus, dude. That that's what it is. Is a um, it's like a full size keyboard though, but uh, yeah, but I mean it's it's pretty small and a pretty it's a pretty powerful graphics package and a pretty small uh package compared to what you normally have. I mean, it's smaller than Carl's netbook. Dude, this thing is not going to be cheap at all. Like nah. the the only reason the Optimus uh, keyboard really didn't get popular is that it was so freaking expensive yeah. uh, to produce. Now I don't know if this is using a different technology that may be cheaper, but but yeah, it's it's not going to be cheap. I didn't say it was going to be cheap. It was just like I just thought it was news because yeah, oh, definitely cool. <laughs> yeah, I mean yeah, it, yeah. that just definitely goes into the cool era area of things. Yeah, the, the Optimus Maximus keyboard is $1,600. <laughs> Some of them. Oh, my yeah, God. No. But it, like each key has a little OLED screen in it, so that's probably why. Wow. That, that's, that's ridiculous. <laughs> like for the price of the input. For the price of the input, but you can get a badass Alienware. <laughs> yeah. But and, I, and, and I have to admit, it. though, build, like, I have to admit, though, ass computer on your own. True, but I have to admit, if I could afford this, I would buy it because it is just that awesome. <laughs> so, so. Yes. And 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 they're building it for people so people can play. Wow, you know that five year old game <laughs> that still makes billions. Sixteen hundred for. Even if I could afford it, I wouldn't get it. That's like that's like somebody saying, "Hey, you know there's a a thousand dollar hamburger." <laughs> I'd buy a thousand dollars. Well, if it's if it, if it was if it was the best hamburger in the entire world, and yeah, know, but the I, thing is though, part of me is just like that much money. How would it stand up? You know, where's the where's the reviews? How does it stand up to use? I mean, all the reviews I read for at least the Optimus were really really good. I mean, we need to get them to send us one to demo. <laughs> Not likely. Optimus through its paces. That, that name is and that name is just a little too close to uh, Transformers. They're illegal. I I don't think you can copyright Optimus. Copyright. It's, yeah. it's, it's actually in the so, dictionary, isn't it? <laughs> yeah. Can't copyright. But you got Optimus Prime and Maximus. Uh, like you, you can't copyright the word cheeseburger. Optimus is like actually um uh there's actually like a a. There's like a company named Optimus, so I mean, you can't copyright it. But I'm just talking about the combination. You know, there's Optimus Prime, and then you got Maximus something. There's a this is an Autobot or somebody called Maximus. Optimus is Latin for best, so <laughs> you can't copyright that. Well, no, I'm talking about the combination of the combination of the two words is what's getting me. Not just not just How Optimus. By Transformers Optimus? didn't use that combination though. Optimus Maximus, how does that make you think of Transformers? The combination, how does the combination make you think of Transformers? Well, I think there was a Transformer that was Maximus something. But I guess, like, I understand, because Maximus is also some Greek dude. Oh, well, it was like, Maximus, that was it. Magnus. Oh, Magnus, not Maximus. Okay, that's my, that's my mistake. <laughs> oh, man. Okay, <laughs> moving on. Let's, yeah, we've exhausted I mean, that topic. Moving on. <laughs> To stuff so, we don't care about. 
yeah, but everybody <laughs> seems to make this huge news. And no, more, more, because we have more. Okay, we have characters, more characters we don't care about. <laughs> more crappy characters, yeah. And, and sorry, no bone for you, no, no Mega Man. <laughs> but we have Phoenix making her fighting game debut, uh, or Marvel Girl, as she used to be called before she got the Phoenix thing, and. For you Final Fight fans that's been wanting to see him back, we have Haggard. All seven of you. Hey, this has been pretty... Oh, well, Serge, I, I, thought you were, I thought you were interested in obscure and interesting characters. I, 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 I am. I Here's am. one like, right here. But at this point, Capcom has met their limit of obscure characters. <laughs> okay, their, their, their roster looks awesome. They just need to pad it out with a few Street Fighter people and be done. Well, you, you know what? I, I like more. the fact they just didn't automatically. Well, here's Zangief again. So, well, here's somebody a little different. Phoenix is a great choice. Well, Calister, yeah, they I did agree. Phoenix is good. It did with more. I was like, Phoenix. Who's Phoenix? Oh, Jean Grey. All right, now, now I get it. But, but, but how, how does she work into a fighting game? Because isn't she like super powerful? She's tell. She's yeah, like she's a, uber powerful. But you know, they're not gonna make it to where you. So she's a well, I mean, you can be able to dominate with her like you can't anybody else in Marvel vs. Capcom game. Just think about it. Just think of this like a Dragon Ball Z fighting game. Even though they can like explode the but, entire world, they, they yeah, pretty it. much. But, you know, Galactus is supposed power. to be in this game. I doubt he's a playable character. But oh, I would love for Galactus some kind to be of a playable character. He's probably gonna be like uh like Apocalypse in the other ones. You know, about two or three screen levels high or something like that, and you. Fighting his kneecaps, then his breast, and then his head. His breast. Yeah, yeah great choice of words. <laughs> it's chest. It's chest but plate. I, I'm I'm really chest struggling to to to, fun, to to think who has that much fondness for Hagar. Hagar. How do you pronounce it? Hagar. Hagar. What? Whatever, whatever, sirs. I'm sure if this was an obscure Marvel character, you'd be all over this like a hobo on a ham sandwich. <laughs> Probably. Probably, but... I, I, like, I like calling out X-22 and you were like, no, man, that's interesting. X-22, <laughs> really? Are you serious? X-23? I didn't, or whatever her name is. I didn't know who she was until they announced her on this game. Well, see, now, one thing is... And now she has a freaking a comic out. A lot of people, like the the shoot series fanboys, are going off about how does this game fit into the Marvel chronology and the timeline, the stories. I'm like, oh my god! All I can think is, what the fuck? They can eat it. Is what they can do. I don't. Do. I don't remember the first two fitting into any timeline yeah. whatsoever. It was just like, here's characters they fight. This is not canon. It's what we call a mashup. Pretty it's much. Not, yep. Like seriously, it's just like the people that follow the story on like. Metal Gear Solid and 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 um, Resident Evil. I mean, really, and like getting these serious discussions about the timeline and the ah, <laughs> the, the story is a backdrop, dude. That's that's all it is. Don't think yeah, too like, much. Like one why the movies in the game don't continue. I think they're like <laughs> they just alternate dimensions. See, <laughs> I just like the fact that the movies are different than the Resident Evil games because I'm not watching yeah. the same thing I have played fifty thousand times. Exactly. Exactly. I mean, you don't want you don't want stuff to be exactly like if the book was going to be exactly like the movie or the movie's going to be. Why why even watch it? You know. Well, now with that one, I can understand. It's, it's like the same as reading, say, like Naruto or Bleach. 
manga and you want to see it uh, animated just because I'm, well I'm, a TV series is different than a movie a movie's short form you know you want you want you want like as far as an action movie I just want I want you know minimal story and, and fighting and lots of know. fighting and explosions <laughs> two string plot <laughs> don't make don't make people think <laughs> Oh man, yeah, Michael Bay all the way. I just, I just couldn't get into the Expendables. The plot just didn't grab me. It just, I, I couldn't enjoy it. Well, well, the Expendables is, ah, oh, never mind. We'll get to that. <laughs> we're not. It's just too far into. I, I took it off. It's just, just bullshit. Let's go. Oh, carry okay. on. We're not. The eighteen. That's a good one. Cheesy one-liners. Okay, Carrie. What about uh? So it was great, Mac, man. The, the App show. Store. For the Mac. Did you, did you watch? Okay, we'll talk. I was like, did you watch the ATV TV show? That's what it was. It was exactly what that movie was. But moving on. Um, hey, they, they made the tank fly, okay? <laughs> <laughs> Apple opened um, another app store, and this one's for the Mac. Um, And you get the same cool stuff. Um, You have your paid apps and your free apps, and you can browse the store, and there's really not a whole lot to talk about here because it's just like the the iPhone and iPad store, but it's for the Mac. But it's worth mentioning, so there. Cool. And you have Angry Birds. Well, I guess it'd be, a, it'd be a plus if if everything you buy is you know somehow compatible with your iPad and iPhone. Well, come on, it's not going to play everything. That, that was the whole point of them making a separate store so they could double dip. Double dip you. So. I mean, but 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 the don't be ridiculous. The same thing twice. I mean, the significance here though is having everything in Steam one, does it in one place with one account, and you can buy stuff, and it's just easy. Like, I mean, the novice user can find stuff they probably would never find otherwise, and you know, one Steam. one click, and it's down. The icon is on your desktop, and it's downloaded to your system. That easy. And just think, just think about the fact of Steam. what if there was one place you could go online to get all of your windows apps Win- all oh. the stuff you cared about you know Win- all the important stuff like microsoft word yeah. powerpoint windows Photoshop. will have the equivalent to, to this in the next year i promise you i'm they just like it's just equipment. it's so smart even yeah. though i don't really like apple's um closed nature with their app selection process i mean it's it just it's genius why not do it indeed and it's not like Apple stores are popping out every out of the woodwork. So I mean, most people most people don't live within 50 miles of an Apple store. I don't. So I do. Makes a lot of sense. Not that I would ever shop at one, but I do. I mean, dude, just go, just go in there. I mean, don't buy anything. Just go in there and play with the mags. I mean, it's it's worth going to one. Yeah, I got my 3GS from Apple Store. Yep. <laughs> just to play with the stuff. Yeah. Thirty-inch iMac, man. I'm telling you, that's a sight to behold. That's a sight to butthold. Behold. Oh, okay. I'm, I'm sorry. Maybe my my head cold is making me hear things. I heard butthold too. So <laughs> I was like, what? <laughs> okay, well that that'll wrap up news. Uh, let's. We've been watching a lot of stuff over the break. Uh, let's start out with James. What are you watching? Okay, so I watched Machete this weekend. Nice. Speaking of action movies. Yeah, speaking of action movies, and I got to admit, I obviously was expecting more than what I got because it was bad. Like, not even in a fun bad. It was just bad. 
I, I thought it was supposed to be bad. Yeah, it's. It, I mean, the the trailers just scream B movie. Yeah, I thought it was so. Grindhouse or something like that. I don't know. I was. I guess I was expecting more along the lines of of a Desperado as far as the B movie it was going to go. Yeah. You know, but it, it it was much more in the bad cheesy. They definitely road. got some I big mean, names on it. Hilarious but, shit. But then there was just some stuff. I was like, dear God, why are you <laughs> saying this shit? Get on with it. I mean, so. to me, this, to me, that what this looked like to me from watching the trailers was like a Mexican version of something like Dolomite. That that's what it looked like to me. <laughs> like so, <coughs> it, 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 exploitative and racist. That's what it looked like to me. But, well, you need to watch Black Dynamite, Jane, when you get a chance. Oh man! Oh man! <laughs> sweet. I think I seen a bit I got of one question. Ago. I got one question about Machete. Does uh, Michelle Rodriguez die? That's always fun. No. Watching Michelle Rodriguez die? Yeah. She doesn't die? Survives? She survives, yep. Like what like one of the commercials actually made me want to watch this movie is when um Jessica Alba's talking to Machete. She's like he's like, You should have texted me and he looks at her and like, Machete don't text. It was Yeah, yeah, then there's another part later on where he's like, Let me see your phone. How do you text on this thing? I thought Machete don't text. Machete improvises. <laughs> so is it a comedy? Uh, <laughs> like unintentional so, comedy? It's it's a mashup. I'm going to say it that way. It's a mashup. It's action and it's comedy. And there's some drama with... Uh, Sounds like a hot miss. Criticisms to it. <laughs> Just but, think about... What is it? Dolomite, Petey Wheat Straw, Sweet Sweet Beck. That's what this 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 reminds me of those old black exploitation films. But a mix is it mexploitation? Mexploitation. <laughs> yeah, that's what it looks like. To me. So yeah, I'm gonna shut up now. <laughs> uh, okay. Uh, well, I've been watching Firefly. I know that I'm like the last person on the planet to actually watch Firefly. How'd you like uh, it? Give him a hand. Hey, um, there's some good characters in that show. Oh man, I love this show, dude. <laughs> yeah, it, it's it's a character-driven yes, yes, show. My favorite uh, sci-fi show. It's seven I, years I, later, you still have the fans clamoring yes, for them too. to start it back up. I don't want them to start it back up. Mm-hmm. I, the movie, the movie made me happy with everything. Now, I, I'm, I, after the movie, I'm satisfied. I don't want anything else. Now, don't spoil anything. I haven't finished it yet. So do I have one I question? Well, you're not gonna. It doesn't spoil anything though. If you, so don't don't spoil it like you guys spoiled Inception for me. Is that what you're saying? <laughs> did we spoil Inception for you? Yes, you did. Didn't did we warn you? I think we warned you. Yeah, I think we did warn. You said, "Yeah, go ahead." No, I didn't say, "Yeah, go ahead." I was like, "Guys, please stop. Please go listen to the podcast." But <laughs> well, I go ahead. It, so so yeah, I have he, to he actually did say, "Please stop," though. I remember that one. Serge, I have to ask you who's your favorite character because I, I I love Mel, but I like Jane too. Jane is like freaking hilarious. Um, Jane. Jane's a man, dude. J- have you J- seen the episode called Janestown yet? <laughs> I like Shepard. No. Watch it. That, that's the next one. I like. I, I that's the next one that I have to watch. It's my that's my favorite episode in the whole series. I won't like, say anything that, about it. That guy plays a dick really well. Yeah, and and that character is is fantastic. Oh yes, he's he's awesome. He's gonna be singing pretty soon. 
No, I, I gotta admit, I would love to seen if they carried the series a lot longer. I would love to seen Summer's character progression. I think that would have been very interesting. She progressed. I, I don't know. She's she's probably my least. She's probably my least favorite character because it's like they he didn't know what he wanted to do with her. Yeah, it's it, it's I mean, like in the movie they made her main plot point, but in the series she's not really like it. In the series, she's like Dustin Hoffman, and then in the movie, she like turns into the Terminator, and it's like I don't get it. Wait, Summer? I thought and, her name was she had her own. It was TV River. Show. It's her her real name, Summer Glow. River Town. Oh, oh, her real name. Okay. Yeah, yeah. I, I mixed up. She's in that she's in that Assassin's Creed ripoff TV show on NBC. What is it called? The Cape or something? Hmm. And speaking of the Terminator, she was the, ter- the female yeah, she Terminator. Yeah, she was the Terminator, Terminator in the Terminator Chronicles. show. Yeah, so. I hate that they canceled that because I actually liked that show. It was pretty good, I thought. Let's hire Summer Glau. Maybe our show won't get canceled. But wait a minute. <laughs> wow. Hey, hey I love Terminator love. lasted a lot longer than the other two shows she had been on. It yeah, that's right. Two, that that, that doesn't mean it was good. Season and a half. I liked it. Was, it. I, thought it was, <laughs> I thought it was a great take. Oh my gosh, this was horrible. But, it was okay, um, but to, the whole premise of Terminator is horrible. To be honest, Skynet is his uh, own downfall. Open these wounds anymore. Uh, but but don't well, build a time machine and you <laughs> win, robots. Whenever 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 time travel is a is a major plot um device, you're just setting yourself up for failure. So I mean, yeah, it, 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 reality. It's okay to have, just don't exploit it, which. I mean, they they do it from the very beginning of Terminator the series. So, <laughs> well, I don't know. I mean, I thought it made a lot of sense because one of the things I like later on during an idle moment, I was wondering how come Skynet just didn't send like five thousand Terminators back and just wipe the fuck out of everybody kind of important and set things up. I was like, oh, they were doing that. That that it, or it you know. Sense. You know what they could have done was go back, you know, I don't know, like before they had guns and just killed his like great 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 grandfather and been done with it. Or or you know what they could have did? Not build a time machine. Just, uh, <laughs> I could never go back and get John get John Connor's Yeah, but see, I think it was a, a human exist. that made the time machine. No, Scott didn't made it. We're not even talking about Terminator. We're, we're talking about Firefly. <laughs> oh yeah. How do we get on Terminator? <laughs> <laughs> the last thing was, I'm sorry. I call the, the, River the, the anyway, thing, anyway, what 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 else have we got going on? Let's, the last thing I want to say about Firefly is that the Western setting overstays its welcome very quickly. What what what? That's the what? whole that's, point, man. It's enduring, dude. I mean, what? <laughs> that's, no, that's the whole point of Firefly. Is it's turning it's Western, but you know, turning the, it's turning space into the old west. That the space space, is the old space west. was already the old west. Gene Roddenberry. Stated that when he made Star Trek, it's Star not Trek the is the Western of okay. Uh, so take no, a spaghetti Western of sci-fi. But but sir, like no, the whole the whole Star Wars and Star Trek are not a Western. I'm sorry, you're not. I'm not buying that. Well, I mean, they, they, but, but you have to look at Firefly. From they're the space opposites. The, uh, Firefly is from the point of they're <laughs> they're colonizing all these worlds, so it's going to be like the Wild Wild West on these different various worlds throughout the, you know, universe. And 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 that's fine. You can do it yeah, thematically, but there's no reason for them to be wearing western clothes. It's the Wild West. Based. No, there's no reason for that. It's set like what, 500 years in the future? It depends on the planet they're on. Sir. Hey, what is old is new. Styles come back. Yeah, when they on those planets, dude, they're out terraforming and mining. They're freaking that's it's the, the Wild whole, West. Yeah. <laughs> 
That's the whole point, yeah, man. Dirty. That's the whole point of the show. <laughs> no, like, no, well, no. It, it's a character-driven show. Like the setting is a space space western. But the, but set, the setting makes sense, though. Space space Dude. is already a western. <laughs> Read up on it, Gene Roddenberry. That's okay. how he pitched the original I, I, Star Trek. I, was space is the final frontier, the frontier I, that we we have to explore, like the I, Wild West. I agree with you, except for two things. One. Like you can't, you don't get any kind of Western vibe from watching Star Trek. I'm, I'm sorry. None at you, all. You just don't. And the second point is, if you're gonna complain Especially about something Firefly, I would probably complain about the fact that they say that that the major nations of the world merge together, and it's supposed, and like there's just Chinese people and like American people. The the countries merge, and you got these characters saying random Chinese lines, and there's never an Asian person in in the entire series. <laughs> that, that's to me a bigger issue than than the Western thing. That's pretty funny. Yeah, uh, I find it interesting that they're basically cussing in Chinese. Yeah, and, yeah, I know. And and a, and a lot of it may just be my distaste to westerns, but I just find it unnecessary and I, it takes away from the show. But other than that, it's a fantastic show. Like I'm not complaining. <laughs> so so instead of the train job, do you think they should have made it like a a, a rocket missile ship? Job. Sure. Make it make it feel like a sci-fi show. It does feel like a sci-fi show. No, it, it, feel, it feels like certain... cowboys who just happen to travel in a spaceship. That's all it is. Well, the thing is, when they're it's, when they're in space, when they're in space, it's a sci-fi show. When they're on the planet, it, it's just like I mean, just say a hundred years now, we're freaking like have spaceships going to Mars or whatever. Earth is probably still going to be basically the same. Earth has not changed a lot. Well, in the last hundred years, it has. But before mm-hmm. that, it didn't change a whole lot. It's like it's like this is the kind of vibe that you get from stuff like Trigun and and Cowboy Bebop, and even to a certain extent, at least I think stuff like the Fifth Element is just like a you get this you get this frontier vibe, and like this is the first show to do this, so. I, so yeah, yeah. It, again, it's it's yeah, it's just my opinion on westerns in general, and it it just seems out of place. But let's move on. Let's move on. <laughs> it's not out of place. Okay. Oh, yeah. Uh, me, more it, sapphire. Yeah, me and Carl are going to talk about the Lost Room. Uh, the Lost Room was a miniseries that ran, I think, in two thousand seven or eight on the uh, Sci-Fi Channel. Uh, okay. The premise of the Lost Room is that. Uh, and basically an event happened in a room in um, a remote part of the country. And the objects that were, that were contained in this room have special powers. And the main character uh, winds up coming into contact with a key, which can basically go to this room. Okay, this might sound a little crazy because it's even confusing to try to explain. <laughs> he has his key that goes to this room, and from that room he can go to any other place that he's been or can visualize. And, and the key is just one of the elements from the room. There's a whole bunch of other uh, things from the room that also do special stuff, like there's a freaking uh, bus car, there's a freaking toothbrush, and uh, you... <laughs> You really just have to see it to to really get. Yeah, there's a comb and. Yeah, there's like a... all the items are no all the items are like normal items. There's nothing like you know out of the ordinary. You know, it's like deck of cards, like you say, comb. Yeah, sounds like Friday the Thirteenth series. But they have special powers. And they Did have very weird that? powers. 
and the the way the story actually goes out, I mean, this, without too many spoilers, basically you learn in the first episode that the guy loses his daughter in the room, and he basically sets out to find where his daughter is, or if if he can get, even get her back. So he sets out to find the other items from the room, so he can have the power to find his daughter. Um, I don't know what I'm leaving out, Carl. <laughs> I'm trying. Oh well, well, as he's you know searching for the items, you know he find out that you know he's not the only one. There's like a collector. There's a cult that you know believe these items belong to God. That God was the one who stayed in the room and and this kind of stuff. And he encounters more and more items, more people with items, you know, like thieves or people who don't even know what the item does. And to find out what the item is, you pretty much just try to destroy it. The item is indestructible outside the room. So that's pretty much how you know it's an item. And because sometimes you can't even, like, the power of the item has nothing to do with what the item is. Like, there's a pair of glasses that if you wear them within a certain radius of you, combustion cannot occur. You know, just something, just, yeah. just out of the ordinary like that. Yeah, a comb a gives comb. you super speed. If you comb your hair, you get <laughs> yeah, 10 seconds of super speed. Like, <laughs> it's, it's just weird. And it's, all it's good and the same as fun, you know. I wish it would have been a full series instead of a mini series. Yeah, they they definitely should have flushed out the whole e- what the event quote unquote was. They is is I mean I've read I mean after watching the eight this eight episodes in the series, I did some research because it was some parts I just wasn't clear on, and they do not explain it at all. So there's like a a couple of different. Um, uh, arcs where people think what actually the event was but it's a great series it's only 8 episodes um, it originally aired in 2 hour blocks um, but yes it's, it's it's a great series I definitely recommend that you try it out um, it's on Netflix you have to get the disc though so that sucks but yeah yeah another funny thing with items too like you can combine them to get you know other like unique powers like, there's this watch that can boil an egg, but if you combine it with a knife, you get telepathy. I don't know where what connections that makes. Yeah, <laughs> there's this clock that will stop entropy when you wind it so things will not decay or something that is actively decaying will <coughs> stop decaying. It's, it's, it's like so weird, you know, there's no way you can look at the item and be like, oh, I know what that does. Oh, man, it, and you know, it... You don't. And and how brilliant was like the last part of the series where they're trying to find the uh, vault with the with the uh, prime items in it and and actually how they get there it was just like very well thought out. <laughs> but yeah, a good show. It's good and short, worth watching. Won't take you long. You won't be disappointed. There, so is it one? It is one of those mini series that they finished, start to finish. Right. Well, they 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 really finished. He got his daughter back, so I guess you can say he finished. Yeah, I mean they they finished that arc they were on, but it seemed like it, there was more to be had from it, and they haven't come back to shoot anymore. I think it came out in two thousand eight. I mean, it it really could you know go for another uh, probably eight episodes. It was more to flush out that they didn't explain, which is kind of disappointing. But you can be satisfied from what they have. You, I mean, so they give you they give you a clear ending point e- you could be satisfied with what you see i mean it, 
it's 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 pretty clear, but <laughs> but like anything, there's a door for you know uh, something else to happen, which is just gonna leave the person who loves it guessing. So I don't know. Well, I, I just want to make sure because I didn't want to invest some time watching something and at the end of it be like Quantum Leap, like oh, you'll be pleased with the ending. Yeah, okay. I think so. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I think so. You know, sure, you know, you don't find, you still don't get, you know, true explanation of whatever the hell the event was or what happened in the room. Yeah, the event, but, that was kind of frustrating, you know, though. <laughs> yeah, well, yeah, the entire reason sense, this cause... man is looking for the items, he succeeds. He loses his daughter, he gets his daughter back. That's yeah, so point A, point B. Well, I mean, if you're going to go that route, you got to be pissed off at every George Romero movie that's ever been because he never explains what. It's just the event. It's never explained how it starts or why it's going on. It's just it's happened and you deal with it. Basically. Yeah. So. So, Carrie, what about some Trigun, man? All right. So, um, if you guys don't know, uh, a new Trigun movie was released this year uh, in Japan. Uh, it's called Badlands Robo. It's not. It's non-canonical. Uh, and if you watch it, it has all the characters in it, and like you have Millie, Meryl, Fash, and also Wolfwood. And if you watch the series, you'll know why that makes it not canonical. I won't go into any more details on that. But anyway, this movie wins the award for the worst villain name of all time. Um, the main the main enemy in this movie is a robber named Gasback, and um, Gasback. Gas back. G A S B A C K. Okay. But anyway, sure. but anyway, he um there's a rumor that he's about to steal something from this town, so the mayor hires well he doesn't hire the bounty hunters. He puts a three hundred million double dollar uh bounty on Gasback's head. So when all the rob when all the robbers all of the bounty hunters hear that um he's com- coming to this town, they all flock to the town, so it's like a town full of bounty hunters. And um, that's basically the premise of the movie. I don't want to give too much away, but I will say if you enjoyed the series, you should enjoy this very much. It has all the the um the elements of the series because it kind of it kind of in some ways it kind of mirrors mirrors the the pacing of the series because if you've ever watched Trigon, like I watched the first few episodes and I almost stopped watching it because it starts out just so goofy that it's like I just I don't know if I'm gonna enjoy this and then like there's this like this the um proverbial poop poo hits the fan and like it just becomes like this deep engaging story and like the story doesn't get too deeper and engaging in this movie but it does get it does take a more serious tone towards the end and it gets more serious and i mean i don't know it was just a fun ride i really enjoyed it it's in high definition you got um lots of action and it's very very fluid the animation is uh it's animated by madhouse um they've been making some pretty high quality movies the last one that they made that i really enjoyed is called um summer wars which is it's it's a really great it's really good movie it's actually had it actually got an oscar nomination um for best animated film which you probably won't win because toy story 3 is actually nominated as well but um i think it's a better movie than toy story 3 but um it is it is an anime not this. Oh, I'm talking about Summer Wars. Yeah, no, I didn't really like any of the Toy Stories. I don't get the... Yeah. What I'm saying <laughs> yeah. is, I, as far as a movie, I enjoyed it more because it's just... It's so inventive. But I'll talk about Summer Wars another day. But it's it, if you like Trigon, 
it's definitely worth watching. Um, it's got something in there for all the fans, and um, I hope Funimation does it with the original cast when they do release it over here, because if they do, I will be buying it on Blu-ray. And that's all I got. Awesome. Hi, Carl. So, Carl, Tron, the new one, or the old one? Yeah, am I the only one who's seen the new Tron? Oh, I, I watched it. I I'll watched it uh, you, opening day. You can spoil it. I don't care. <laughs> Yeah, I'm not gonna watch either. <laughs> you missing out. Oh, okay. I mean, if you enjoyed the original, any. Well, that that mean, uh, that that also means that I won't enjoy it. Oh, uh, okay. <laughs> I, I didn't. Yeah, it's it. definitely. Well, you might. You should enjoy it. The story doesn't matter. The movie is just pretty. <laughs> it's fun to watch. The story is '80s fair B movie. You know. And and the story is you, better you know, you than the. You can do without the story. Yeah, it's better than they could, to, to be honest. All the characters could have been mute, and it could have just been like on no banjo kazooie sounds coming out their mouth. But the, the music by da- uh, Daft Punk, whoever it was, and the visuals is great. Like, I mean, it does have the dude on it, so. Well, yeah, he, I, he does. He does channel the dude a few times. <laughs> yeah, he no, I mean, the dude if you go back and watch twice. the original, that's how he talked anyway. So he was just reprising that character. Hello. But yeah, I it definitely has, recommend it, seeing it. It's, it's not going to win any awards. You know, maybe art, if there is that's an award. Do they have a category for, like, art-driven or something like that? Or, they, they have awards but, for, like, best... Uh, special effects. Special, best special effects. effects soundtrack. direction. Soundtrack, yeah. They the soundtrack, soundtrack is great. Yeah, I kind of feel like I'm missing out because oh, yeah. I've never seen the original Tron. So I, I haven't I, missed anything. No. <laughs> Well, it depends. If you can go back and watch the original Tron and put yourself kind of in the mindset of what it was at that time, you'll like it. it it's fun. It's it's not rocket science. It's not brain teasing. But, I mean, it's made in 1981 yeah. with what they could do for CG graphics in 1981, and this was the first movie to use them. Now, is it like going – is it more just the graphics, or is it like also the puns and stuff they're using for the computer knowledge of at the time? This also. Oh yeah, they use a lot. They use so much computer knowledge as the terminology and 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 the dialogue that they were that a lot of people went and watched it who didn't like it was because they didn't understand what they were talking about it. But you once. but you know what I tr- I tried to go back and watch hackers uh, and, and it like kind of made me sick I just had to cut <laughs> well yeah hackers hackers is is very inaccurate though they they just threw Dude. something together they didn't research computers period have have you guys ever watched firewall with Harrison Ford in it. I you know what I have it, a it, it, it's it the same fun. way, dude. It's horrible, like as far as the dialogue. But I'm sorry, go ahead. No, I, well, I, I, I watched. Watch, I just haven't watched it yet. I watched the recent. Uh, recently, I watched the original Tron, and the dialogue didn't bother me that much. They, you know, they were throwing out all kinds of jargon that you know in 1981, I'm sure, was the equivalent of Japanese to most people. But it, you know, it. it I don't want to say that it. It made perfect sense, but it wasn't obnoxious. Yeah, I feel like if you if you watch the the old you know CG animated TV show reboot and got a kick out of it or mildly enjoyed it, you'll like the old Tron also. Hmm. Maybe. Well, I, I do plan on seeing Tron. 
Well, I mean, the, the Neutron was a lot of fun in the fact they didn't try to do a whole lot of in-depth character study or anything like that. It, it's a popcorn movie. They knew it was a popcorn movie. It's a sequel to a popcorn movie. You know, it was like, here's your characters. Here's your hero. He's in there. His dad's alive. Here's the bad guys. Go. I mean, you, you got you do have to express a movie that knows what it is, though. I will say that. That's true. Yeah. Yeah. The one problem I can say with it, though, is they almost didn't even have to should even named it Tron because you really have to look hard to even see Tron. You know, for those who you know know Tron from part one, he's like barely in the movie. Yeah, but the, thing is the, the first movie wasn't even about Tron. It was just he was a character, and it's like, hey, this sounds kind of sci-fi. We'll use this name as the name of the movie. So Yeah, but yeah, you, you, have, you have to call like it Tron, though. You, you, you can't really call it anything. He wasn't the main hero in the first movie. They could call it The Grid. And on, lose all that brand recognition. I will. I will say that that name is cool. <laughs> Even though I don't like the series, it's a cool name. <laughs> Tron. And when you say Tron, you know exactly what. You know. It, yeah, it, when I when I hear when I hear Tron, I think of that uh that character from some of Dave Chappelle skits. <laughs> you know how dog food tastes? Just like it smells delicious. <laughs> <laughs> Well, Carrie, you've been watching some TV. Yeah, um, there's this new TV show. Well, it's not new; it's second season. Um, it's called Human Target. And for the people that are wondering why is he bringing up Human Target, this TV series is actually loosely based on a Marvel comic character or a DC comic character. I'm sorry. Um, and I say very loosely because they aren't really the same character, but there are writers from DC Comics that are actually involved in the show. Um, and basically, what it is is you have this guy. His name's Christopher Chance, and he's an ex-assassin, and um, he becomes a security specialist, private contractor slash merc for this um lady. Her name is what is her name? Uh, she's got a weird name. Ah, Ilsa Pucci is her name. <laughs> it's the weirdest name, but anyway, anyway, like what what they do is this show's kind of like it's kind of like Burn Notice, kind of. But like it isn't, it isn't just combined. It's not like confined to one city. Like Bernos is confined to Miami, whereas this show they go across the world helping people with like, like secret spy type stuff. I guess that's the best way to put it. But um, the main character Mark Valley, he was a lawyer on Boston Legal for those people that are Boston Legal fans, such as myself. And I mean. He- he looks like a DC Comics character. He's just—I mean, he's like—I could—I could see him being like an action star in a movie. If he was British, I could see him being like a James Bond because he's just—he's that type of character. I—I I didn't realize—I like—I like to look at his Wikipedia page. He's like—I didn't realize he was forty-six years old. Yeah. But I mean, the, 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 this this um show has a lot. The the people, the actors have great chemistry. Um. And it's it's well written and like the action in it is, is top notch. I mean, it's just it's it's a lot of fun. And if you get a chance to check it out, I mean, I would definitely do that. I mean, it's yeah. it's, it's it's really good. It's a really good show. Another caveat: uh, Human Target. There was a show called Human Target in in uh, 1992, and it had oh. this. Had this, I guess it was the same show. It had the character named Chris. Oh, really? <laughs> yeah. I guess it just oh, wow. And it's, it starred Rick Springfield, the Jesse's Girl guy. Mm, cool. I had no idea. Awesome. Huh. Yeah. All right. So 
on to more Halo news in our anime manga comics roundup. Okay, so yeah, um, I missed the second volume of the Halo comic, and I didn't realize it was limited edition, so I, I, I'm, I'm trying to get a back order for it. But anyway, I, I did purchase volume three. You have a volume two, don't you? Yeah, it's, it's yours. I got it. <laughs> oh, sweet. I'll, I'll spot you. <laughs> But yeah, anyway, um, volume three. This is like right after they got their um genetic um modification, I guess you would call it, or bio modification, um, which killed like a big percentage of the Spartan twos, and it actually details what happens in the aftermath of that. Um, you get the conversation between um John, which is Master Chief, and Petty Officer Mendez, which is the guy that pretty much trained them, taught them how to fight, taught them how to um be soldiers basically um from the time they were like little kids but um it also details their first their first mission in the field because uh, if you don't know about halo and the backstory what 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 it started out as is um you had the unsc which i don't even remember what that stands for but it's basically the earth federation um you know earth like in all these stories the earth um unites and it becomes one military and there's also people in colonies, and what happens is the people in the colonies rebelled. Against, it sounds like a Gundam Gundam movie, but anyway. I was just about to say it sounds like people, Gundam. The people in the colonies, they what what happened was they were tired of being oppressed, you know, uh, American Revolution, grr, and they they rebel against the people on Earth, and um, there's basically Halo basically starts out as a war between the colonies and the Earth like before the covenant comes and then everybody's like oh crap we got to fight these aliens so they pretty much forget they hate each other and they but anyway this details the first mission that the spartans were actually used against the rebellion and you get to see that mission and you get to see how effective they were and i mean the one thing i don't like about these comics is which i don't like about comics in general is that it's just so short that you just get this little morsel and you want it to keep going and it's like no we're over but I'm still not a big fan of the art style, but it is really cool seeing this um, put to pictures, um, and it's it's a great story. And I would really, I would really, really like for them to make like a follow each movie or something, because um, the game, the video game, doesn't really follow the book. It's on reach, like while all the stuff is happening in the book, but they kind of took a different angle on it, which I'm grateful for because I don't want to just play through a book be boring but now i i gotta tell you if you guys haven't uh, i mean i imagine a lot of people haven't in a while but this last season that they did a, a red versus blue they've actually done animation for the series and i gotta admit from what i've been hearing from carrie and from other people about the story like actual story from the books i would love to see them do a machina or a man or a anime of the series of books, I think that would actually be really cool. I would be interested in that. Yeah, it'd be really hard to do a machina from for for the books anyway, because well, for one, like in 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 this book, they start out as kids and they grow up and they don't get they don't actually get their like during this mission they don't have their um their Spartan armor. They're just they're just in regular like military uniforms. Um, so it'd be really hard to do this movie anyway. Well, I mean, it wouldn't have to be a mocking up, but you know, like an actual, like by the story anime would be really cool. I actually would be interested in that because what little bit I have heard and what I've seen of the story itself, like the expanded story. Yeah. I actually been pretty interested. Yeah. It's, 
it's it's a huge. It, they pretty much created a universe um, of backstory. So I, I, they could. There's enough material for them to make ten more Halo games. I know some people aren't happy about that, but whatever. <laughs> well, um, while we were all on break, apparently we all played a lot of video games, or at least some of us did. Um, I'm going to start off. I've played Assassin's Creed Brotherhood, or at least the single-player part of Assassin's Creed Brotherhood. Uh, I'm not quite done with it, but it's it's basically just Assassin's Creed 2, <laughs> uh, and now you have a Brotherhood. <laughs> It's 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 that simple. It's there's not as many story beats as there were in Assassin's Creed Two because Two is a really long game. Uh, Brotherhood has about nine different you know uh, story main missions to do, uh, but it has a whole bunch of other stuff to just roam around the city of Rome and (laughs) roam around the city of Rome. Um, And just do yeah, just and just a lot of stuff to do, a lot of stuff to kill, um, a lot of stuff to collect, a lot of stuff to buy. Uh, but the the most significant feature that has been added is you're now training would-be assassins throughout the game. And you do so by sending them on missions. You do so by having them jump into battle while you're fighting. Uh, or you can just be strolling through a city and you see some guards. You, you can walk right by them, not alert them at all, and then just kind of snap your fingers and your assassins jump off the ledge and you kill them. It's crazy. Uh, it, it's it really makes the game really easy, but it's awesome enough to offset the easy because it's it's really cool just to call your minions in and then dudes get stabbed in the face. So are they like following you around, or is it like one button and they'll appear and out of out of nowhere and be there and help you out? They pretty much appear out of nowhere. Like they're a secret, apparently always following you in the shadows. Like you can't see them at all. But as, but as, but as soon as you <laughs> decide you need their help, they pop out and start killing people. Like it's really cool, and and I think it's interesting that you say Assassin's Creed Brotherhood, and you're like, oh, that's a great name for a multiplayer game. Well. That is the game you're playing, is Assassin's Creed, and now there's a Brotherhood, and this is how you handle a Brotherhood in the single-player adventure. And it, it works. It works really well. Yeah, I hear the multiplayer is pretty interesting. Like, like they have where you have to, I don't know, kill each other. In a, but, it, but, like, since uh, I guess you have so many skins or whatnot, uh, people walk around looking like regular NPCs. And, you don't know if they're an enemy or not, and then they pop up from behind you and stab you, and you never even saw it coming. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. That's how I understand it to be. As I said, I haven't touched the this multiplayer yet. I plan on at least you know testing it out, and I may talk about it again once I do. But uh, if you want to buy this game and have no interest in playing multiplayer, there's enough meat to the story and to the single player that you will get your money's worth. And I think it would be kind of cool if you're walking around in this world and you don't actually know who's uh, another player or just like a, a character in the game, you know. But oh, if- yeah, yeah. Just walk around and be stabbed by an NPC. Hmm. <laughs> <laughs> 
Well, Clarence, I, I hate to tell you this, but I have beaten almost all of your Doritos craft course. Oh times. man, you know what? I I haven't picked it up anymore. I I like uh, I don't know, maybe two weeks ago I picked it up and started playing, and I started whooping your times, you know. And uh, yeah, you got the mm-hmm. you got the one up on me, man. I'm not happy. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so do I need to play this game and make it geometry wars all over again? It's free. Dude. You really do. These are yeah, it, it, what this is. There's there's two games. Well, no, yeah, go ahead. Yeah, uh, these two games were actually part of a contest that Microsoft did. Uh, I forgot the name of the contest, but anyway, the winner, the two top uh, winners of the contest, actually got a development team and were able to actually make their games and put them out on Xbox Live. Uh, the games are free. Uh, one of them is called Doritos Crash Course. It is basically, uh, the, if any of you guys see the show called Wipeout on NBC, where you're mm-hmm. like doing these obstacle courses, you know, falling in the water. It's basically that, but you're doing it all with your avatar. And they yeah, have. Or if it's kind of like Ninja Warrior. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Something. yeah. Yeah, and uh, you know they do the score tracking. Well, of course you you can see what your your friends on Xbox Live score is, and you can beat it or whatever. And Harm's Way, I played that one, but I haven't been, had a chance to play it with. It's designed for two people. Uh, to get Harm's Way is not very good. Yeah, to get the full effect, this is it's, it's designed for two people. We have one person as the gunner, uh, and you're like riding in this Doom buggy style uh, course. And uh, very probably Borderlands looking, I guess. But yeah, yeah. Harm's, Harm's Way is, is trying to to merge sh- shooters with like first person shooters and race racing. Yeah, it's, and it, it it doesn't work too well. Yeah, I mean it's it's like a cross between like Mario Kart because you pick up items where you know you go faster, or, you know the obvious special uh, special moves you would have, but. Like Sergio said, the other character is actually a, a, a first-person gunner uh, somewhere on the board trying to take out the enemies. I haven't, like I said, I haven't been able to get the full effect of it, but it it wasn't it, as much fun as the uh, the Crash Course game to me. So, yeah, Doritos Crash Course is awesome. Yeah, and they're free. So I, go ahead. Yeah, like there's no reason to not download this right now. Unless, of course, you don't have an Xbox 360, then we're not really talking to you. (laughs) Appreciate that. (laughs) Yeah. But they're they're both pretty good. Well, Crash Course is good. I recommend getting it. It's free. Do it now. All right. Carl, you're playing something Japanese. Oh, yeah. I finally, you know, after really liking it, that E3 uh, got a copy of Bayonetta. I really enjoyed this game. It's definitely got some good, you know, good difficulty. I do not think I want to play it again on hard because normal was enough. Um, like the game is will punish you. Uh, it's one of those games where you know you can pretty much just be slaughtering your enemies, but then you mess up one time and they hit you, and it's like 33 percent of your life bar. Uh, I really hate when games do stuff like that, but. I actually enjoyed the music on this game a little bit, and the art was actually pretty good, too, because, you know, supposedly you're a witch and you're killing angels, uh, but pretty much an angel to them is uh, just a a creature that's white and gold and looks like it was carved during, uh, I don't know, at Rome, during the old Greece time, like everything looked like, like old Greek statues, but 
I really like the art style. I like to say the story, yeah, the story is, you know, negligible. Uh, the voice acting didn't bother me much. Uh, you know, British woman talking, that, you know, that was always good. And, and I did get to see what everyone's complaining about, about her head, you know, just a little too small for her body, which was kind of funny that that's what everyone focused on. No one said anything about, you know, breasts being too big or, or all, the, all the butt shots that you usually hear. Personally, I thought her body was just way too elongated. It was like she was stretched. Yeah, yeah it did look like she probably got tortured herself or something like that. But yeah, the game, it's the ending is the ending. The last level is actually pretty good. Um, definitely, you unlocked. Know, I'm pretty sure I unlocked a new character. You know, female, metal, female fights just like you. But yeah, you can definitely tell it's it's got. Devil May Cry written all over it because it's just, I think it's the same guy who made it, and I guess this is his poster child, his his baby. He's very happy with this game. I I enjoyed it. it it's a definitely a good mindless beat 'em up for twelve bucks. I think Henry's still been looking for beat 'em ups, and I I would definitely consider this a beat 'em up. <laughs> <laughs> I give it a try. I got to finish up. Um, what is it? Um, God of War first. Yeah, I'm still trying to finish beating that on Titan. Oh, and I guess like uh, and since I was talking about an Xbox 360 game being another, I, my old Xbox actually red lighted on me, so I have the Xbox 360s. I'm not sure if anyone else in the group has one. But oh, the new one. Everything. Yeah, the new one. Everything on it is touch sensitive. There's like there's no buttons on. The front. Yeah, like, no to, even to open the. Huh. Oh, even to open the tree. Like I actually don't like it sometimes because like I actually like brushed past it, like just bumped into it, and then thought I wanted to open the tree, and it opened the dish tray. Like there's no button on the dish tray. It's something like it, it just. I'm not even sure where the sensor is. You pretty much just slide your finger along the tray. You hear beeps sound and slides open. The power button, you know, with the little silver indenture with the green light in the center, you touch that, it makes a beeping sound, turns on. And I love it. It definitely vented a lot better. It a big, huge vent on the right side of it, blasting all the heat out of it uh, with another vent on top for the airflow, which is much better than the old the old Xbox. So, redesign, I give them points for What about noise uh, level? Definitely got this one. Yeah, like you... You know they did that so that way they could try to sell it in Japan because that was one of their biggest complaints was that it was just boxy and ugly looking. Yeah, well, Japan also doesn't like that it's American. Yeah, no swapping the hard drive in Tokyo. <laughs> you can you can swap the hard drive in in, in new ones. Oh well, you got to have this certain you got to have like oh, a adapter or something like that to actually swap it because the well, other side. Some different. Apart, it's like, I don't see you know, any, you know, disattachment, you know, anywhere on. There's a way. Like, the, the, I mean, there, well, there's, of course, of course there's a way. There's no, a way no, like, like, there's like a legit way. There's like, like a legit way to do it. They're selling hard drives for it. Yeah, you got the rig, basically. Well, that was an external hard drive, I think I saw. It was... You know, like just plugging up to the USB port, which it already supports. So you can play Batman too. Ah, yeah, yeah, another good dark game, Batman Arkham Asylum. I think James, James said he played it also. 
Uh, this game is definitely great. I put this on well, at Ghostbusters, but I put it up there with my like for Ghostbusters because it brought back all my favorite voice actors from you know, from one of the previous you know, entertainment versions of the series. And you know, hearing Mark Hamill as the Joker, and you could tell that they was proud of Mark Hamill as the Joker because the Joker is pretty much talking to you, screwing with you throughout the whole game on these uh, pretty much uh, Arkham Asylum uh, display monitors all over the place. You know, they got the original Harley Quinn back for her voice, uh, the voice for uh, Poison Ivy, and then Batman. Uh, I don't think that was the original Riddler's voice, though. Cause I think so the original um, Riddler was a little more serious. So does Joker, is the Joker like GLaDOS in this game? Pretty much, yeah. <laughs> Pretty much. Like every time you enter a new room, there's a computer screen up there, you know, and he'll pop up on the TV, you know, talking to you, you know, you know, screwing with you, making jokes when like when people's messing with you. Like it has your last like the scarecrow uh, uh hit you with his game sometimes and you're going to these crazy worlds and then when you come out the joker it'll be like, Did you have fun in Scarecrow's world? You know, just little silly things like that. Just, did you learn something about yourself? Like, yeah, you know, I gotta I, admit I really Scarecrow's were awesome. I thought they were just a lot yeah. of fun the way they were done. Yeah, very well. That almost turns it into a side scroller uh, in certain sections, which was mm-hmm. which I definitely enjoyed. But also, the the combat for it was just really nice. It was just good and tight and just very responsive. Yeah, it reminded me of the first Prince of Persia. It reminded me of the very first Prince of Persia with that good free flow. Yeah, it's too bad the second one wouldn't have graphics as good as that trailer they put out for it. Damn, that was pretty. Oh yeah, the one with uh with uh the, the strange guy in it. Yeah, the look uh, when you first watch it, you're thinking you're watching uh, live action. It takes you something like, oh wait. A yeah, we're not that close to photorealism. Well, I mean, it was dark. For most of the scenes that you see, so you it, it looked pretty damn close. All right, well we are running really <laughs> long. Let's move. Let's let's move on to deals of the week. All right, I got two quick deals. So for those still looking for who want a 3D TV and don't want to pay over a thousand dollars, go to I think it's uh, Tiger Direct. Uh, you know, it's not a 1080p, but the screen is only 40 inches, 42 inches. So you can get a 3D plasma television uh, for 6.99. You have to use a coupon because uh, the price is about 8.99 um, if you were to buy it without the coupon. Um, the next deal is finally the two terabyte drives are below $100 now. Um, that's with a rebate. Um, however, the one negative is. The, this is a green drive, so you know it means it's going to use less power. Um, also, using less power than the SRP, I think it's about 4,200. So this is a pretty slow hard drive. You don't want to make it your primary drive, your boot drive, nor do you want to make it your gaming drive. Uh, this will pretty much only suffice as a file server, streaming music, streaming videos. Yeah, it'll handle that okay. But if you want to load anything fast, get something cheaper or do one of those tricks where you only partition a small section of it uh, because it can access the inner circles pretty quickly if you want to give up, you know, probably one and a half terabytes, make it a 500 gig drive. It'll probably be pretty quick 
That was my two deals of the week. Awesome. Well, we'll have, I'll, I'll have some more news on partitioning stuff next week, but we'll hold on to that until next week. Uh, that, that, that does it for this week's edition of the Tech Vision Podcast. Uh, follow us on Twitter. Uh, like us on Facebook. Visit the site, techedition.com. Send us fan mail. Uh, there's a little uh, fan mail page on the website so we can make sure you're not a bot. Uh, Give us questions. Anybody got any questions? Very, very quick. Oh, we do love questions. We haven't been getting enough questions. This is how we have, very, very have any answers. How, how, how do we know if we love questions? We never got But we would love questions. I, I, I would love to get questions. It's called fan feedback. Those out. Very, very Smart. It's a good thing. Okay. Well, tune in next week. Uh, next week, as we promise to introduce these guys to you. All right. Bye bye. Very very quick. Very very quick. Very very quick. Very very quick. I can't I can't beat that. <laughs> <laughs> I just feels burnt and dusty.